Welcome. To Arcade Audio. <sighs> Welcome to Podswoggle, the wrestling podcast with entertainment. I'm your host, Mullet. It's news time. I'm ready to do this now. Long story. In Chicago is rich. Keep it going, baby. Yeah. I fucking walked into the biggest fucking spider web of my life last night. I was pulling cobwebs off of my hat. So just look out for that when you're in town in a couple weeks. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks to everybody for the birthday wishes. It was one of the best birthdays I've ever had. Did you do the Nick Frost bit from uh, Hollywood Bowling, whatever the fuck it was called? I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's just just a fucking bit. It was, it was a shoot, my dude. <laughs> shoot spider webs. Shoot my dude. Uh, speaking of shooting, I'm not going to take miss the opportunity to do the segue. Speaking of shooting spider webs in New York, it's dope. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. Uh, <laughs> uh, pass. pardon me in uh i don't know where he is right now in somewhere is Witten. yes make a fucking guess be a man make a guess oh here comes three people (laughs) no i'm i'm here i'm home actually but earlier today i was actually in ohio and it's true what they say once you go to ohio (laughs) you want to leave as quick as possible but I, but I will say this. I'm calling it right now. The Galley Boy is better than the In-N-Out Burger. You're damn right. Galley Boy's fight better than Galley Boy's Anybody better fight than me. Anybody fight me. Boy's better Anger. than all of you. You guys are my best friends, and the Galley Boy is better than all of you. It's not better because you have to go to Ohio to get it. Yeah, Witten, get your nose out of Mullet's ass. <laughs> Witten, nigga, tell me how his ass tastes. <laughs> 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 Ooh, this is gonna be a weird one. The worst yeah. thing that, that was Augie who just said that. <laughs> your mouth, Augie, in Miami. Uh, so as I come back, I have no way of making a sound by opening up this fucking aluminum bottle of beer. So, <laughs> but I'm drinking. Do it anyway. It's I kind of heard it. it. Sounds like a wet fart. Yeah, it sounds like you're at a concession stand at a ballpark. Uh, so boring. I need my glass bottles back. That's actually one more person drinking alcohol than that's happening at the Marlins game right now. I'm just guessing there's a Marlins game. <laughs> there's nobody there. We don't know either. Nope. Hey, there's more fish there than there are uh, uh, people. You say speaking of something, Topek? Yeah, speaking of drinking alcohol. First topic. I want to get to this shit. I know. We're going to. So we said stage. So it's a news podcast. Uh, just to lay the groundwork for everything. Uh, of course, we're two weeks away from Pod Slam, so get ready for a lot of Pod Slam talk uh, at the end of the show and also probably throughout it. Uh, we did have a Pod Swoggle title tournament last week. Uh, we have a new Pod Swoggle champion. That champion is. Who the fuck's the actual champion? Shit. I've been so busy. I know who the Swoggle Squad champion is. Who's the Pod Swoggle champion? Is it, is it Kofi? Yes, you're right. It's Kofi Kingston. That's right. 
in continuing his best year ever, Kofi Kingston is Potswoggle champion, which means that the reign of Tope has continued. And for the third straight year, Tope will be champion during Pod Slam uh, weekend. Uh, Tope, you have two powers to use. Uh, I, I'm going to ask this question. I know the answer. Uh, you're not going to do anything tonight, right? You're going to save your powers for Pod Slam. All my powers to Pod Pod Podswam. 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 Oh, afterwards you want a Wally Pop? One <laughs> <laughs> of your goddamn champion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, hey, we had a we had a deal, baby. We had a deal. Uh, hey, we good, baby. We good. Right, so, good. so, can I do a few championship championship things real quick before we talk about champions? Yeah. Uh, number one, I'm currently wearing a shirt that says, "In Willow's Way." <laughs> I will be wearing this shirt for the next four episodes, including Pod Slam, um, because I am trying to get rid of one of my powers. Yeah. Which you agreed if I did the majority of my Willow New York scavenger hunt before Pod Slam, that will be wiped clean. I don't have to finish it all because some things will take time on that list. There is. There's one thing I still expect you to do before I die, but that's it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, K Fade. And K-Fade. you guys will see the video on Patreon eventually, by the end of the year, probably. Uh, number two on my list is realizing that um, I don't want to make Spencer pay for $120 worth of meat. So I don't know what to do there. Make him pay for $115 of meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little bit less. <laughs> so, so I'll ask him offline what the best thing to do about him paying for $120 worth of meat for me to what? eat. Maybe a $35 all-you-can-eat seafood fill-out paper shit. Very true. The, the problem <laughs> is if you, get, if you get discount meat, which ska band name, then you, <laughs> you really don't want to have to do four pounds of discount meat. Because then you're just off with Sean Stasiak, and that, nobody wants that. That's just <laughs> disgusting. Uh, we'll figure it out, Tope. We'll figure it out. And, uh, the, oh, yes. sorry. Go. Oh no! I was gonna I was gonna segue, so we get something else. And then the last thing is, if you guys remember my last reign of terror from many many months ago, one of the one of the punishments was something called Poswoggle Idol, where mm-hmm. every single person would have to sing their favorite song, and we would record it, and our fans would vote for who is the best and the worst of our karaoke singers. That's going down Poswoggle weekend, so make sure you have your songs because I will be recording. And there will be a punishment to the end of that to the loser. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God. Right. And we do karaoke. Shit. Yeah. Fuck, who's, who's writing uh, The Whole New World? That, that's, that's something totally different, Augie. <laughs> no, but don't I have to do that too? Yes, Augie, you literally have like eight things you have to do. You have more powers than fucking genie right now. You don't 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 worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you would you would need both Robin Williams and Will Smith to collectively get rid of your powers, and then whatever third fucking genie there was. Shaq, uh, that's all. That's all for me. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Sinbad if you have a bad memory, whichever. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, so enough beating around the bush. Augie, it's been a little while. Let's do a quiz, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's go. Do a quiz. Do a quiz. <laughs> All right. Question number one. Uh, outside of what national chain restaurant did Chris Jericho lose the AEW World Heavyweight Championship? 
He's already lost it. <laughs> he no, just wanna, got it. No, no, no I want to make sure it's clarified. This isn't like a Please. 24-7 championship and that like he was pinned or submitted for it. They literally had to call the police that he lost this championship. <laughs> I mean, like, it was in his limousine. Mind you, he took a limousine from the millionaire's lounge of an airport to this national chain restaurant. Oh, man. Um, and, the, and the title. I'm going to give you three guesses on this. And I'm going to tell you how close you are after each one. Oh, they're all three kind of similar, though. Uh, let's start with Applebee's. Mm. Uh, better. But you're in, you're in the ballpark. Uh... Chilies? Uh, get get a little bit a little bit nicer, but again, you got sit down right national. Think think a little bit more. I was going to say celebratory, but that's still not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, think celebratory, but like for like the, like your third aunt you don't like's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's say Olive Garden is a cheap way. So let's go fancy with ma- macaroni grill. <laughs> 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 Of course, uh, why have a bloomin' onion when you can have a, a tumbleweed tassel? Uh, Longhorn Steakhouse. Oh, gee, I would have never guessed that. Because who the fuck goes to Longhorn anymore? Chris Jericho apparently goes to Longhorn Steakhouse. Wait, uh, so he physically lost it, not like in a match. Okay. No, so, so yeah, the story was like the limo picked them up. He put the bag in the limo, and the limo either like picked up the wrong person or like gave the bag to the wrong guy or like <laughs> something. And then, like, they picked him back up, and his brand new, beautiful championship that is worth like $30,000 that the company just oh. gave to him like five days prior was gone. And they had to call the Tallahassee police, which, mind you, it's a miracle it has since now been found because I'm sure the Tallahassee police department isn't great. Yeah, it was in Punk's fridge. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, maybe should have, man, this is an old ass joke, but still, <laughs> fuck him. Should have checked down Jameis Winston's pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, not, it's not that old. <laughs> not that old. It feels. It feels like it is. That's nah, probably uh, happening right now. <laughs> it's true. No, that's that's a different time of crab. Um, Tofe, you've been wanting to talk about this for a while, uh, and by that I mean since yesterday when this happened. Please go ahead. It's it's hilarious to me, and and it sucks for them, but it's just it's hilarious to me this every single aspect of it he wins the title an amazing great post promo classic yeah. chris jericho he's the problem on top of the world goes to the longhorn by himself in a limo <laughs> <laughs> he's a rich dude he's making money uh, I just, I really, I just want to i honestly just want to hear what everyone else has to say about it because it just tickles me so much uh, Rich. <laughs> like, like, that's wild, right? <laughs> it's, it's a horrible omen. It's a horrible <laughs> or, omen. Or it might be good luck, you know? Like, it might be one of those things where it's like you want to break a glass uh, of stem, you want to break some stemware on opening night of your restaurant, you know? Like, that kind of thing. Like, you know, maybe he's just christening it, you know? Like, I don't it's, know, man. 
Like, <laughs> you're forever the company that there were the first world champion ever lost the championship while going to a Longhorn. Like, that's that that seems like a fake urban legend. Like, oh, Tommy Rich blew so and so to win the NBA title, or Christian owned slaves. Both those are real urban legends. Uh, like, that sounds like one of those. Not something that there's a police report about. I mean, for as ridiculous as it is, the video that Jericho made after it went missing was still... Like, they still spun it into good content, which is, like, the best thing you can do in that situation. Granted, that title was probably never, ever, ever supposed to step foot into the city of Tallahassee. Uh, <laughs> very true. But, um... I mean, like, for as dumb as that was, they still, uh, you know, they still spun some, they made some lemonade out of that, those lemons. And I knew, I, I mentioned to Tope, I was like, I knew they were going to spin it, but like a part of me was like, I just, I wouldn't even just bring it up. <laughs> just ignore it. Just let it, just let it be. Because like, if you, if you draw more attention to it, I get like, no publicity is bad publicity, but still, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just something about it. Just, it, it just makes me giggle, but it's in, like in the worst fucking way. Uh, Widen. Three things. Uh, I thought it was a work because in the police report, it was saying he picked up the wrong luggage, in which I travel. I can say I travel just as but as much as Chris Jericho does. I have never mistaken my bag for somebody else's, not once. So have you ever? I, I, how much I, I, how much vodka do you drink every day, Witten? No, That's but fuck that. I, I'm with Witten. Like, there's times where my bag is clearly the only fucking bag on the entire belt. Like that is mine. But you still, <clears throat> because we're responsible adults, or at least we pretend to be. Uh, read the tag or make sure, hey, look, this little Nick is mine. Like, you look at your own shit. Who picks up? This is I, this sounds like a cartoon. So two two more things. Number two, uh, any football player of the, of the Florida State Seminoles is high on the list because they probably wanted to use that for the new turnover belt instead of the backpack from last year. Hmm. Uh, and three, how I would love to have been a fly on the wall near the hostess stand of, a, of that Longhorn Steakhouse to see that limo pull into the parking lot and then just look at it and be like, who is this? And then they're all of them are talking like who it could be. You know, maybe it's T-Pain. He lives in Tallahassee. You know, who could it be? And then finally he walks out and they're just like, man, this stinking rocker wannabe. Who is this? Who's this bloated goth dad? <laughs> yeah, no. And 30 minutes later, he's yelling at them, accusing them of losing the belt. <laughs> yeah okay this is really all you've been missing uh thank you for listening to pot swoggle <laughs> like no there's plenty of other news but like this immediately was like i'm so glad we're recording news tomorrow because we can talk about chris jericho losing the title <laughs> the long run this is what this podcast was made for is this story uh now real quick i want to go uh, around the table for each person i want you to give me uh, a different wrestler all time a different chain restaurant and something else of their wrestling persona that they lost. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I am guaranteed that at some point in his career, Jake Roberts misplaced the, his snake at a Ponderosa. 
<laughs> guaranteed some little kid went up to the buffet, was going to start like cutting a piece off. It's the fucking snake. It hisses at him. Jake has to fuck one of the waitresses for some reason to get it back. It was a mess. I guarantee that's what happened. Uh, Rich? Yeah, it feels like to me <clears throat> that uh, Rick Martell left his arrogance at a, a Yushinoya beef bowl one time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, is, that, that reference is, that restaurant is not getting reference enough. It's just it's so it just pops right off the mouth. Yeah, it's got a it's got a good uh, uh, little flow to it. Uh, Tope, um, guarantee that Ted DiBiase uh, lost his Virgil at <laughs> a co- at a coat check. <laughs> 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 just think what what's the old Bobby Heenan line from the night Rumble? What time did you drop that Virgil off? 9.30? Just imagine how many coats he's already been through. <laughs> uh Whitten. Uh I believe that sometime LaParka has left his chair at a Whataburger. Because sometimes you gotta bring your own chair to a Whataburger. It's true. They can get they can get crowded in Texas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh sorry, Art. I've got like five more lined up. (laughs) No, go go ahead. Uh, No, Molly, I'm disappointed in you, and so is he. Three words: Steiner chainmail shonies. (laughs) That's behind glass cases. You walk in (laughs) overnight for the paying customers to bear witness to. What was the hacksaw one there, Rich? Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan absolutely left his two by four at a CC's one time. (laughs) <laughs> and they used it to make some of the pizza mm-hmm. I uh, I referenced it in the chat but you know like Dick Murdoch in 1974 left like the mid-Atlantic United States Tag Team Championship at like a fucking landing strip <laughs> like whatever like little local Melbourne Florida titty joint there was he came back and he's like oh yeah I left something inside somebody earlier can you go get that for me like it's happened plenty of times just Cafe back then, you know, it's just how it was. But like, uh-huh. I, I'd imagine like they gave Kelly Kelly a fucking championships that you know she lost it, and I, <laughs> I, I think it's because Jericho had the act. She he had, he had the actual title, right? Like they, they didn't have... the, yeah, they've they've confirmed they do have a, a backup. They do have two titles, and it is customary that like there's a main title and it stays with Magic or whatever like the TV people are. But the champion still carries around like the replica title or whatever the title can be for like house shows and, and things like that. But this company is brand new. This is like so, the so fucking show ever. Yeah. So he lost they a little legitimate one. <laughs> they made a special exception for Jericho. He's like, guys, come on. I promise. Well, I promise I'm not going to lose it. This is once. You know, Go to fucking Longhorn. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. He's probably like top five, like the most decorated wrestlers in terms of titles won. Like, nobody's won more Intercontinental Championships. Multi-time tag champion. Multi-time everything champion. Like, the guys had to carry on titles. But also, as Tobey said, The Miz had to carry on two titles for like a year. He didn't lose anything. And a briefcase. Oh, and it was three titles. Yeah. Seth, Seth Rollins has had two titles for like six years at this point. <laughs> it all sends back to the limo. If you have a smaller car, you're able to keep track of your possessions a lot easier. Just... It all goes back to the fact that he's always fucking totally knackered out. He's just so drunk. 
Um, which I guess can lead us into uh, all out. Uh, Rich, you were there live. Yeah. Um, how I mean, you kind of ref- you kind of I asked you, you know, the differences. I watched most of the show uh, after the fact. Um, but uh, your your live thoughts before we get into everyone else's uh, besides Augie, because Augie doesn't know uh, thoughts. Uh, it was, it was good. It didn't have the same, like, well, it's hard to say because we didn't have nearly as good of seats as we did for All In. Sure. So we were like way the hell up in the 200s, kind of like adjacent to the stage. And so it's hard to tell if there was really the same kind of like energy. Uh, definitely not sustained throughout the show. It didn't feel like, um, cause All In was just, you know, the first of its kind and very special. Mm-hmm. Um, the show was still a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if there were supposed to be more kind of surprises and hijinks or whatever that was planned. And, you know, the last minute changes that had to be made kind of messed with things. Um, but uh, it was it was a, it was a very solid show. Um, you know, peaks and valleys main not have been as good as the show the night before uh, in the Blue Chew Pavilion at Starcast. Um but <laughs> plug plug. <laughs> um Yeah, it was it was good. It was very good. The highs were very high between you know the matches where people almost died, they, those were very high. Um <laughs> and uh you know, I'd like to request uh that, that they don't bring Pharaoh around any more goddamn fireworks because it, it freaked him out, man. That's not cool. Yeah, yeah um, question uh trivia question number two. Uh what did Cody Rhodes do with his dog that made people go, oh, don't do that. That's really vague. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's very dangerous. Um, but yeah, also, that said, uh, Adam Page left his horse at a Tim Hortons. And... <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the horse, by the way, Tope? I know Tope, you love the name of this horse. Go ahead. I'll let you say it. Week of the week. Week of the week. Hunter Horse Helmsley. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Augie, to answer your question, uh, Cody came out for his usual four-minute intro. Um, there's, two fuck- there's two fucking tunnels set up, and Cody comes out of the middle of the two tunnels. Um, and they had like a bunch of fucking pyro go out. And Augie's entourage is coming out, and it's like Brandy, DDP, MJF, and Cody's fucking dog. So the pyro's going off, and the dog just freaks the fuck out. Because he's a fucking dog. Yeah. Now, if we go Officer Magnum, he's a trained, he, he's a worker. Like, he's, he knows. He's been smartened up. Well, and also but, as an officer, he's used to, to, like, you know, gunshots and bangs and stuff like that. True. You know, is maybe that, that maybe a- that's why they have Pharaoh spending time with DDP, so he can get used to the bang. Are they going to have a dog division in AEW? No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I'd watch that. Although, man, fuck, fuck. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Out of the family, he'd probably still be a better worker than Brandy. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Tope. I'll be on that fucking Mike Vick tip. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, it's still real to me. No, man, that's just wrestling. Okay? <laughs> that's, 
Uh, <laughs> oh, I was talking about the dog fighting. I'm like, yeah, Augie, the dog fights were very real. <laughs> they were, they were, those were shoot dog fights. Uh, um, I still have to go through and watch kind of from match to match. I watch all the highlights. Uh, the fucking Bucks are crazy. The Luchas are, they're going to die because they're going to have a fucking match on top of a building eventually. And that's going to kill each other. They're going to fight forever, though. Um, the, uh, the casino battle royale, they need to figure that shit out because I don't know if it works. It doesn't. I just, the, the five people thing always makes it a little weird because, like, no one gets pops or you pop for, like, their names. It's always a weird thing. But, yeah, kind of what Rich said. It was a good show. Obviously, it's not going to be, like, all in. I don't think anything will ever be like that again. But it's a good bridge to their first TV show. The The Moxley thing really hurt because it's obvious. I think they had two big surprises lined up for the show. The first being LAX, which people kind of knew was coming God, at some point. I fucking forgot about that. I was very excited for that in arena, and I completely fucking forgot yeah. about that. I, it almost the Orange Cassidy of... reveal stuck with me more than yeah. that did. And he's and he's already been involved with AEW yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I think it's also most people just chalked it up to being the TNT reveal of like Jericho's partners and stuff. And now Jericho also on his podcast has maybe even kind of almost spoiled the fact that that's the direction they're going in, that they're going to be his teammates. Mm-hmm. Um but then the other one was probably almost definitely going to be Pac. And then you had to pivot to be like, oh, well, we'll just have Pac fill in for Moxley. So, Augie, you don't know. Moxley's elbow fucked up. So they had to pull Moxley from his very hype match with Omega, which we saw set up in, uh, in Daytona. So on the last minute, they replaced Moxley with Pac. Um, and so, so it was assumed that Pac was either going to fuck up Paige at some point in the main event. Maybe already get involved in that match with Moxley and Omega. Um, so that's, I think why it kind of felt a little bit flatter in terms of news coming out of the show or like big moments, because that was probably, I think their, their thought that they could really get people with that one. Um, I couldn't agree more with Toby about the casino battle Royal. I watched it. Uh, and Sam's like, should we save this for, uh, like doing like a candy rumble or something? I'm like, from what I've heard, no, we should not save this. Uh, and it was, I, I, it just doesn't, it just doesn't. Yeah, and as Tope alluded to, in arena, it also doesn't work either, especially like if you're fucking far up, you can't see who the hell's coming in, there's no pops for anybody, you don't know who to pop for, like, yeah, it's just, I mean, here's people closer that that are cheering for, like, some surprises or whatever, but you're like, I don't know who, 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 I can tell that's ODB, duh, but... I, is that supposed to be Tennille Dashwood? I see little gloves. I'm gonna assume yes. <laughs> well, also, it like I honestly think it plays out worse on TV somehow because on TV they have five people coming in at once. It's booked like a rumble, so each person's trying to get their shit in as yeah. they get into the ring. So you have five people trying to get all their shit in at once. There's no structured elimination. So like you just said, Tennille Dashwood, she didn't do anything. Evelise, she didn't do anything. Teal nope. Piper, I don't even think they trained how to wrestle. Um, and then, you, and then you, it's naturally a women's match, so it's, I don't mean this to be like demeaning or, or you know, belittling, but like it's going to be naturally a little sloppier. So you have Nyla Rose gassed and botching spots left and right. Same thing with B. Presley and Sadie Gibbs, who apparently shoot fought backstage um, uh, because of just like miscommunication and previous like misgivings with one another. So, of course, they booked them to be a part of the final four together. Um, just a lot going on. 
um, that didn't lead to uh, a fun a fun time. Uh, Widen, any any additional thoughts or takeaways uh, from what you've yeah. thought? Yeah, I actually watched the whole show live during the WrestleThon that me and my friends were a part of. That oh day. yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll talk about that later on. But yeah, uh, I couldn't agree more with about Casino Battle Royale. Um, everybody who kind of debuted really got shine. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt killed it. Yes, killed it. The one, the one thing that just hasn't been discussed that they need to work on more, and it'll come as they do more and more shows, is just the camera work. And the the one glaring example of that, well, two, one is the Casino Battle Royale, because they're trying to track everybody coming down the ramp, but then they're trying to keep track of everyone who's being eliminated. And it's just like, there were at least three or four people that got eliminated that I didn't know they got eliminated. Um, there was there was this Brandy there was this Brandy's elimination and Brandy is I don't know just like the COO of the company. Yeah, and then that the brings it to thing, another point. Oh, go ahead, Wynn. Sorry, finish the, that. No, then the second part is on both of, of the hugs with uh, with the best friends. The first one during the match, and then the second one with Orange Cassidy. They mistimed the zoom out by like two seconds. So all that camera work is gonna get better as the shows go on. Um, it just makes it feel a little chaotic. But in the end, still a great show. Still very fun to watch. Uh, Augie? Yeah, I, I was going to ask <clears throat> Rich, actually, because I remember when, Mullet, when you and I were in Daytona watching the show. Now, granted, we were right by the ring. But there would, there was, there would be shit going on next to the ring, and we couldn't see. And we were bitching about the camera work that they were, didn't do a good job of putting it up on the Jumbotron or, you know, so that all of us can see what the fuck is going on. And then so when, when you mentioned the whole camera work thing, I was curious, like with Rich, like as far as the in-arena production, did they fix that? Or, or were there still moments where you're like, I can't see shit, put it up on the screen? Because there were moments in Daytona where people were like audibly yelling, put it up on the screen, like we want to fucking see what the fuck's going on. And you couldn't see anything. Um, no, they, they did a pretty good job of having everything up on the, uh, on the, uh, big screens, um, that like, you know, you might be able to miss their, their like backstage production, as far as like it streaming it out to the, to the rest of the arena. Like there's, I don't know if it's just the acoustics of the Sears center or what, but like, luckily there wasn't a lot of backstage stuff because it just, it just wasn't. Uh, projecting out to the audibly uh, to the to the to the crowd that well. Um, before we do move on, also uh, I, I I really enjoyed the I want to say I really enjoyed the the private party match with Jack Evans and Angelico. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Evans and Angelico, who like may just never win a match in AEW, and it's fine because like yeah. they do what they do, and then they just get pinned, and that's what they're there for, and it's great. But. Um, yeah, that match was uh, a lot of fun on the buy-in. Private parties are I will, very, very high upside. Yeah. I will say one more critique. Uh, I don't know if this is because of the Sears Center or anything like that. They've got to move those ring barriers back. There were multiple, yeah, there were multiple times where people were doing, you know, springboards off ropes and everything like that and hitting their legs and ankles on the barriers and things like that. Mm, yeah. So they've got to move those barriers back. Yeah, Pac had one that was just like, yeah, no. Yes. Ooh, it was vicious. Um, 
So that's, I believe, their last show until their premiere on TNT, October 2nd, uh, which is a pretty good first show. Uh, Cody and Sammy Guevara, the elite against Jericho and his mystery partners, Riho and Nyla Rose for the AEW title, and then Moxley will be there. So a good a good first, solid first show. Um, they won't, it won't be the first Wednesday, live Wednesday uh, wrestling product on a major network, because NXT is beating them by two weeks. You know that, right? NXT is going to be live against AEW. I I don't know if it gets AEW, but I did hear they were going live, and I figured that was something to combat that. When yeah, I didn't know they were live. When yo, they're going to be live, baby. They're going to be live from full sale every, every yeah. single week from full sale. Yeah, Jeez. that's going to be. Mm, I don't know. They, <laughs> they they restructured the whole TV taping thing for the whole year, and I think if I'm not mistaken either already or in the next couple weeks, like tickets for the rest of the year are already going to be like made available online. Not that AW is like competing with them locally, but still at this point, like let's say their ratings get anywhere close to any of the other shows. What the fuck makes NXT the junior show or the junior division or the, the training grounds? Cause if you're getting just as much viewership, I'd be like, well, fuck it. Pay me as much money. So, so there's already, there's been a lot of, reports as of late about what's happening uh for the most part nxt guys are going to get bumped because now they're going to be working a, a live two-hour show every single week on a national fucking network so they're actually going to get paid better not that some of them don't already um it's it's interesting because I think it's also a bargaining chip for them in the future because the story was always that they were going to go on Fox Sports 1 as part of the Fox deal. So now they can be on USA, which is gave them a bunch of money anyway. If they get similar ratings, they're not, they shouldn't get similar ratings that are on SmackDown. But let's say they even get close, then that's another, another brand and property they can then dish back out and sell. And at the same time, you're trying to take the fucking legs out from under this new hot property, which is the closest actual competition, if you want to call it competition, that they have. Because AEW and NXT are catering to the exact same demographic of people. Um, no, I get, I, get, I get the move. I just see the trouble down the road of like, again, if NXT does happen to compete with SmackDown or Raw or get close to it, it's like, all right, well, now what makes this a training ground? Now you, now you got to pay them the same. Now you got to make it another show. And if you make another show, that's fine. But now, like, when do, where do you bring in your new talent again? And sure. the whole fucking cycle. So I think I think it'll definitely be like classified as like the third brand. So like, I wouldn't be surprised now if you don't see Undisputed Era move up for another year or two. You know, like that might suck for like our ideas and thoughts of what they could be doing on a bigger stage but if they're making that the bigger stage i'm fine with it same thing goes the opposite like you know hey we don't have nothing for aop send aop at nxt give them uh, give nxt a little boost that's why brizongo are there right now they sent Cruz back a little bit uh they have the talent roster and like the platforms everywhere that like it's not as much of a demotion it's more so like uh like a territory thing where you can go somewhere else get a fresh start and help out and and go from there um, but it will hurt for the guys that do have this giant mainstream platform if they're not giving NXT the opportunities that Raw and SmackDown get to be mainstream stars. It'll be 
in, the one thing I would be interested in is that rumors are already starting to come about that next month, I think maybe like the second week that SmackDown's on Fox, they're doing another draft. Yes, so, that's what the, to, to, to end the wild card rule and definitively have the brand split back in place. So now the question is, is it just going to be a raw SmackDown draft? Or is it a Raw, SmackDown, NXT draft? Never even consider that. Possibly. You never know. I mean, they'd be smart to do that. To just be like, you know, oh, and -and so-and-so is going to NXT. Give them a boost. Especially if ratings are tight. You you, you don't know. Uh, I think it's all possible. Um, Tope, I saw you were about to unmute and say something. Yeah. um, Like, it's not like they haven't done this before. This is basically what they did with ECW at, at a point. So it's mm-hmm. nothing completely new, but I think this is the first time when they're like, we actually have an established third brand. Let's treat it as such. And I wouldn't be surprised if the likes of like Cesaro were to go down and just be, you know, main eventers there. And that was their idea to get their guys who don't have that extra push and put them on NXT, but don't treat it like it's a demotion. And then you can have guys uh, debut on Raw and SmackDown again. Uh, I'd have an issue with that though if they brought if they brought guys that like like Cesaro who have already had their time their chance whatever and they bring them down to NXT and now they're getting their push or their main event matches there like now you're taking away from well not the Gargano needs anymore but like those those guys the Garganos the, the all the NXT guys that came up that had their chance from NXT don't I don't know don't sell it by bringing down fucking you know Heath Slater for a match. <laughs> Look, there's one thing we can all agree on. It's that at the very least now we don't have to deal with Johnny Gargano's bullshit on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, fuck it. He'll just Gargano, be he'll just be in fucking NXT forever where he fucking belongs. Yep. One day where we just don't have to watch and all the other ways you can. <laughs> I'm sorry, I zoned out. Are you talking about how <laughs> Gargano's gonna lead NXT to eclipse Raw and SmackDown in ratings? <laughs> Uh, that would be our luck. That would be our fucking luck. <laughs> I, I can just see the revisionist history WWE documentaries 15 years from now. Johnny Gargano led NXT over the upstart AEW Federation. Oh, God. So, Pepto? so my Thanks. question is I'm the casual fan, so it doesn't change me whatsoever because I don't even watch as it is. Where the fuck are you fuckers going to find all this extra time now? Now you got Wednesdays, you got two different mm-hmm. shows going on. Like, mm-hmm. what? Actually, let's go with Mullet, because Mullet probably watches the most out of anybody. If I had to guess, I'm not sure. Yeah. Mullet, how many hours a week of wrestling are you watching currently? Not as much as you'd think, bruh. Like, I, I don't know why I called you, like, I talked to you like you're you're my Hawaiian surfer buddy. But, not me. Um, uh, I mean, I, I watch as much as I can live of Raw and SmackDown, just with whatever else is going on. And then for whatever else I just catch from, like, YouTube highlights, Reddit highlights. Like, I haven't watched a full NXT in weeks, months even, um, which sucks. So that's that's where I'm at with a lot of it. There's something that I know is going, that I can't miss. I will go out of my way to make sure that I can either watch it live or see it after, after the fact. Then from there, I will just gauge everybody else's, like, opinions and reviews. To be like, okay, this was what's really good. I have to see this. Or on the flip side, because I'm a sadist. Okay, what sucked? I have to watch this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, I went out. Of, I go out of my fucking way to see the stuff that just reeks. Um, 
So I'll manage. I mean, it is. It's you got you to prioritize. You got to pick and choose. So yeah. it'll. I'll be. I'll manage. I'll be fine. Rich, is this is Wednesday night now officially booked on your calendar now? Um, I mean, I usually keep Wednesday nights open for recording. For uh, peek behind the curtain, we record on Wednesdays. Oh yeah. Y'all. Oh yeah. Right. Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which I think originally we didn't record on Mondays and Tuesdays because we were like, no, no, that's raw and SmackDown. Now we need to like talk about the news the day after. I think originally. Uh, Yeah, you know, with the exception of the next two weeks where you can find me improvising at the Annoyance Theater on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock with the Fortune Teller Show, where you could also find Spencer in that as well. (laughs) Well played. Thank you. Uh, I'll generally always try and catch NXT eventually. Um, like so there's not really a week I'll miss it just it might be a few weeks later it's like clear block out of Saturday I'll never watch NXT on a Wednesday pretty much so that also kind of makes the whole fucking Wednesday Night Wars moot anyway because I never I always time shift NXT well and here and here's the interesting thing so it's going to be different from Raw and Smackdown and that Raw and Smackdown have the four week wait period for them to be on the network NXT from what I understand is still going to be available on the network either the next day or by Friday on the network. Yeah, I think it's the next day. But even then, with, with SmackDown, because I also have Hulu, so for Raw oh, and SmackDown, probably you're getting a fucking chopped and screwed version of that, but SmackDown's the full version as well. So, like, I'm time-shifting all this stuff. It's on my, it's, it's my clock, and I <laughs> watch it when I watch it. I imagine, uh, I imagine if you just watch Raw or SmackDown on Hulu, like, there's some superstars you just don't know exist. Like, there's, like, one episode, like, who the fuck's this guitar guy? I'm like, oh, that's Elias. Like, what? Who the fuck's Elias? <laughs> like, yeah. just so, Sometimes just I just think they, they like have released people and then they resign them, and <laughs> they're gone for so long. Uh, it it can be a little wild sometimes watching Raw on, on Hulu, um, but yeah. And then for at least a little while, I don't know how Hulu Live's gonna work with the whole fucking Disney Plus thing or whatever, and what it's gonna have, what it's not gonna have. Um, right. But. At least for now, Hulu Live has TNT on it, so you know it'll be there as well. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. You, you get to watch what you get to watch. I'm lucky that I could. Uh, I have a job where I can watch shit if I want to. Um, you know, but then again, I have 55 fucking podcasts I'm subscribed to. What the fuck? Also, let's not forget. I mean, we so we got all those Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Don't forget, Impact still on Friday. Um, well, sorry, to, <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing fine. I don't know why we had some shit on them. They're doing fine. They're fine. I also need someone's HBO Go login because RJ canceled his or some shit. So I, I, I need to watch Succession. I need to watch the rights of Gem, Gemstones. God damn it! Ballers is back. Crickets. <laughs> I yeah, was legit. I legit would have paused like twenty five minutes there. <laughs> I know it's their last season, but like, hasn't it been their last season four years in a row. Also, not to get sidetracked on TV and like length. I saw online that Grace and Frankie's entering their last season, which is their seven. I'm like, that show's been on there seven seasons. What? How yeah. old am I? <laughs> You're no, you. It's only been four years, but they just kept doing seasons after seasons. Jeez, it's like Tyler <laughs> Perry's House of Pain is like the fourth longest running sitcom ever. And it was only on the air three years. They just, they just filmed like 80 episodes in five weeks. <laughs> they just never stopped recording. But yeah. All right, guys. And clear. Run it back. 
Widen, Widen, how are you going to do with this schedule? Uh, I mean, like Rich said, I have Hulu Live as well. So more than likely, just watch. I usually, nine times out of ten, watch Raw Live. So I'll do that. SmackDown, I'll watch it back on Hulu. Uh, and then for Wednesday nights, I'll probably, I'll probably watch AEW Live and then go back and watch NXT. Because thankfully, when you work from home, you can pretty much watch whatever you want to. So, Who's playing with a bottle cap? Oh, that yeah, that's me. That's the only noise why, this bottle can make. Why did I have? Why, I knew it was. Uh, why did I? Why did I know? Was it a cat? No, it's Augie. Uh, and Tope. We we can't bring Augie around fireworks, or we it'll go it'll go insane. True. Uh, I'm just gonna do what I do now: uh, watch YouTube clips and have Square Circle decide if I like something or not. Basically. So, no. Uh, Oh yeah, for me it's you make time. If something cool happens, I'll watch it. If I have a free Wednesday, fucking, I got I got three hours to kill. I'm just watching both. I, I and just to put a bow on it, because I don't want any any of the fans out there to, to chastise me. I had my Tyler Perry's House of Pain facts wrong. Uh, <laughs> aired, it's oh. aired more. It's aired more episodes than any other television series with a predominantly African American cast, beating The Jeffersons, Family Matters, and The Cosby Show. It had 254 episodes for eight Jesus. seasons. But the show wow. was only on the air five years. <laughs> so it, uh, it beat Amen, too, huh? It did, yes. Hanging with Mr. Cooper, uh, Benson, uh, Homeboys from Outer Space, Sister Sister, Smart Guy, Frasier. <laughs> 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 that was with a Z. Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> Walt Frazier. Um, all right. Wait, wait, hold on. There's a sequel. What? The sequel <laughs> yes. has a pain called The Pains. Yes. Now it's on. Uh, now it's on uh, the OWN network, the One Warrior Nation network. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm Fucking thirty-nine episodes. Son of a bitch. Oh, Jack Hayes on it. Okay, I could do this all day. Um, uh, also, we got to make time for NXK because all this bullshit we just talked about doesn't fucking matter. The best match of the year happened on Saturday, and it was fucking Walter and Tyler Bate. God damn. Might have been, I don't know, 30 some years, right? Might have been one of the 10 best matches I've ever seen in my fucking life. Was does, does it? Does anybody know how long that match was? That match had to have been over over thirty minutes. It, it was. It was. Oh, it was about forty two minutes. Shut up! And it didn't feel like it at all, and it no. wasn't filled with like like I think like ten minutes in. There's a body slam spot that was just like a fucking high spot. The crowd fucking ate it alive. Both men killed it. Tyler Bate is going to be a fucking if Tyler Bate and Velveteen Dream aren't main eventing WrestleManias. In ten years, something has seriously gone wrong. Uh, and once again, I want Walt. I want to be Walter. When I grow up, I'm going to be Walter. I've decided. I already got the body for it. I think I'm about the same height. Uh, I just need to learn Austrian. Is that even a language? I don't know. You are just... not the same height, my man. <laughs> <laughs> it can be deceiving. Look, hold on, hold on. Oh gosh, mm. he's all he's wrestling all these vanilla midgets. He could be. Come on, please give me this six four. It's close. 
I'm six one. What's three inches? What's three inches? I don't know. Ask Sam. Are you? You just got bodied. Yo, dignity on your way to Longhorns. Title belt, son. Hot, hot slam weekend. I'm gonna chop the fuck out of you with the least fucking warning. Just like Walter. You will not see it coming. I'm gonna literally gonna start sending you now just videos of Walter killing people. I'm gonna fucking murder you at some point. Also, kick the dick. I'm older than also kick the dick. I'm older than Walter, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh gosh. He just turned thirty two. Happy happy belated birthday, Walter. Uh, well, for real, it, it, I know Wynn's seen it. Has anybody else seen this fucking match? Just no. the highlights. Fucking take the time. Watch it. Do it. As a champion, I'd make you all fucking do it. But I can't. Um, the, whole, the, whole show, the whole show was fantastic. Uh, uh, the triple threat tag team match was also fucking great with three great teams. Uh, just a really fucking... It was probably... The best show of those three of the weekend, Witten. Would you watched all three of them? Would you agree? Uh, ooh, yeah, I yeah. You know what? To be quite honest, is all out was all out the worst show of the three. I didn't see any of Royal Quest, but from what I gathered, <laughs> there were a lot of the the three main matches. So Akata and Suzuki, Zach mm-hmm. and Ahashi, and Kenta and Ishii all fucking delivered. You know, you know what? You know, I, no, I'm gonna scratch that. Uh, the Kenta match sucked because he got concussed. Like, oh, that's right. He got concussed like 10, 15 minutes in, and you don't even realize it. That, that's he, every Kenta match. <laughs> he yeah, always and then, concussed <laughs> immediately. And then he's tr- and then he's trying to. Get, he's trying to scale the turnbuckles, celebrating after the match, and he slips three times. And you're like, "Man, those ropes really must have been slippery." But <laughs> no, he was concussed. Uh, but to- yeah, just watched it. Watched all of them live. Uh, watched the New Japan show with some egg and rice bowls as a breakfast sushi. Watched uh, the NXT UK Takeover show with some bangers and mash and shepherd's pie and fish and chips. And then finished off with all out in deep dish pizza it was really a great day uh uh that's gonna look like nothing compared to what we're doing when we get to chicago on wednesday oh Uh, oh, 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 i know that's that was my training i have been training rich you want to share with widen what you told the rest of us what we're doing on wednesday widen what time do you get on wednesday uh uh, i think i get in like eight o'clock that night perfect timing so Wednesday, we will be going to a restaurant called Seafood on the Tables. Yeah, okay. guess where they put the seafood? Uh, the, the tables. Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one that got it's, that wrong. <laughs> it's uh, well, we'll still make it right for you, Augie. Uh, and yeah, so it's a Thai food, Thai style seafood place with thirty-five dollar all-you-can-eat shrimp. Snow crab legs, crawfish, etc. 
Um, and then after that, whenever we finish, whatever time, because it's open till two in the morning, we're going to go to karaoke. Crab legs at one thirty in the morning. Motherfucker, oh. me. <laughs> Besides me. Okay, well, you know, several other people that I know. My yeah, I would. God. I would too. There's just Mullet, You don't know of a place. That's why you haven't done it. You know what? Fuck. God damn it! Stop bodying me on this fucking podcast, <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, old bastard. Uh, when this podcast is over, I'll be sending you guys uh, a video uh, on Facebook that's uh, a triple threat of Kenta Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson from 2006. It's a great match. It'd be much better if, like, two minutes in, uh, Kenta doesn't do, like, his cocky, like, back hit kick to Barrett and Danielson. Taunt, Samojo walks up to him, slaps him in the face so hard, he immediately knocks him out. (laughs) (laughs) That was was my reference earlier, is that, like, literally for 13 years, I've been watching Kenta get knocked the fuck out in matches. It just doesn't seem to stop happening. Oh, goodness. Uh... All right, well, we're like... Kentis, Kentis Hideo Tommy, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah. just... Yeah. Uh, so Bailey turned heel or some shit. <laughs> it's been 55 minutes. Let's talk WWE. Wait, what? Ba- wait, hold on. Bailey turned heel? Augie, <laughs> uh, <laughs> WWE. We're so late on these questions. Augie, who are the final four of the King of the Ring? Oh, I don't, I don't even know. I should know. ask Augie that question like in 2017 when there wasn't a King of the Ring. Just to see what he says. It's fun. Uh... uh so yeah, so Bailey turned heel, joining Sasha against Becky. As of right now, we think, and SmackDown didn't clear it up, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's what they're what they're doing. She's acted the fucking same. Look, I'm gonna say the past two, three weeks of WTV TV, I've been all right with. There's there's some shit that's still like this. Roman Reigns getting attacked by everything that ends up being Rowan storyline has been like kind of like. So good it's bad TV at times, but motherfucker, it got Buddy Murphy and Rowan kind of over, so that works. Uh, there's there's a lot of good shit going on right now. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Augie, the final four of the King of the Ring is actually a final five, uh, which isn't a good start to explaining things. Um, it's Elias and Chad Gable on the SmackDown side, and then on the Raw side, it's Baron Corbin, again, not a good start. Samoa Joe and Ricochet. Oh, okay. The last two can save it. Um, and he's still Chad Gable? As of right now, yes. They have not changed his name to Shorty G. Um, but fucking hell, he got, him and Andrade tore the house down last night. And the, mm-hmm. the crowd was like so apathetic to Gable to start. And by the end of that match, they were eating out of the palm of his hands and popped huge when he upset Andrade. So... Um, I'm actually kind of thinking that they might have Gable, like, fucking come out of SmackDown, which doesn't make any sense, because I still think he only went by fucking King Ricochet on the indies. So, like, I'm guessing that they, and the whole thing they've ever been about is, like, push Ricochet, push Ricochet. So if it's not Ricochet winning that, then I would think that if it would have to be Ricochet and Elias... So if it is Gable, then it'd have to be Corbin, and then I'm worried. <laughs> uh, although he does look good <sighs> fucking holding a scepter and a crown, just because it makes him look like a fucking doofus. Um, and it's exactly oh, like I said. King Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Yeah, you're on the screen. 
You're on my television. Well, he's just got um, an eating problem, so it's instead of it's, I'm afraid I've got some bad chews. <laughs> That's not why Although, Tope left. Let me add Tope back to the calls. We're right. talking. Although they did have the interaction with Samoa Joe and Chad Gable last night. They did. They did. Um, I'm, I want it to be on the, the record here so everybody can hear it on top of me saying the Discord. I'm really worried that Vince McMahon saw that clip of Chad Gable doing that head scissors into the end of days. And it's like, oh, what a great way for Baron Corbin to win King of the Ring. And mm. that's, I guarantee you, if the finals is Gable and Baron Corbin, I know the end. So fucking when that happens, everyone fucking forget Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. And I'm the guy now. It's so who's part, who's part of the three-way? <laughs> uh, so Corbin beat Cedric Alexander, and then the other match was Joe and Ricochet. They like both fell off the top rope and landed on each other, like both shoulders on the mat. So they each got pinned by three. So the ref said that neither man lost. So they both advanced. So they made it a triple threat. Oh, so, so the win- them, so- them and Corbin. Yeah. So the winner of that match will wrestle either Elias or Gable at Clash of Champions, oh which God. Clash of Champions shaping up to be a good fucking a good fucking pay per view. You got Becky and Sasha and Bailey and Charlotte, so four horsewomen. You got uh, Rollins and Braun doing their tag partner thing. Uh, they're also going to be wrestling Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler in a team that's called 2011, please. Um, <laughs> uh, what else is on that? Uh, New Day and Revival. Um, what else is already up? Uh, Bailey and Charlotte. Roman, Roman and Rowan. Yeah, Bailey and Charlotte. Uh, Nakamura Sasha, and Miz. Becky. Oh, uh, Augie, who is Shinsuke Nakamura's mouthpiece? There's a question for you. Who is his mouthpiece? Oh. Yeah, who is like his manager, mouthpiece, buddy, friend, partner guy? It is a wrestler. It is not like a non-wrestler. Oh. Like a real wrestler? Yeah. Dolph Ziggler? No. No, he's teaming with Bobby Roode. I'm only hoping because I was like, he can kind of talk. But he sucks. This guy can talk. This guy can talk. The Miz? No, I just said he's wrestling. Oh, he's wrestling <laughs> the Miz. Well, then Paul Heyman. No, he's yeah, I said he's the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Sami Zayn. Oh. Okay. Sure. Why? <laughs> It's better than him losing every week. Because he's not wrestling. Yeah, he's better than him losing every week. Oh, God. He's basically... Okay. All right, so this is basically in two weeks what it's basically been. Shinsuke is... Nakamura is Lashley and Sami Zayn is Leo Rush. It's basically exactly oh, the same God. Hmm. Is he a heel or face now? He's the heel. They're both heels. God damn yeah, it. Heels. Yeah, you know there's something wrong. And look, I just said, the past few weeks of TV have been great, but you know the wrestling world is weird when beyond Chris Jericho losing a world title outside of a Longhorn Steakhouse, that The Miz is a babyface against a heel Sami Zayn. And Bailey is a heel. Who else is, like, just the opposite right now? I feel like there's more. Corbin's employed. (laughs) I'm more so thinking... Heels and faces. Tope, am I missing anybody? Is there another, like, egregious heel face thing going on right now? Uh, I mean, it still is weird, but Daniel Bryan is still a heel. 
Yeah. Even though he's, even though he's a great heel. He's great. Still yeah, I, think that's, I think that's the one I was thinking of. I'm not missing anybody. I mean, Owens technically is kind of weird. Yeah, Owens is uh, a baby face. Hmm. Yeah, I much, Owens is a cool baby face, but he's a much better heel. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't booked this week on SmackDown, so don't worry about it. So. Oh. Which apparently was a travel thing because of the storm, uh, which hopefully you and yours is fine from Hurricane Dorian. I'm going to make sure. Took an hour in to ask you folks at home, but um, I'm sure you're fine. Uh, what else? Any other WWE shit going on that I'm forgetting? Or NXT stuff? Anything? Uh, everybody else has got all the news going on right now. They're all kind of just like, it's the fall. So, like, it's the, the football lull. Um, everything's kind of on a halt right now until NXT. Well, so that's kind of my... That's kind of my reservation for Clash of Champions is that it's just going to be kind of like a uh, like a transitional pay-per-view where they're just going to mm-hmm. kind of hold over everything until Hell in a Cell, which they're already starting to book for that as well with uh, Bray Wyatt. Um, and yeah, I could see a lot of these because it's a lot of the beginning of programs. So I could see a lot of these just kind of like treading water until Hell in a Cell, basically. I'm glad you brought up. So yeah, so they've already kind of announced that the Fiend will be the next Universal Title Challenger. Am I wrong to think that's really early, or is it like striking while the iron is hot? Or I think both can be true. I, I do. Uh, the and they uh, just as much acknowledged that on the Firefly Fun Fly 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 Fly. fly, fly Take two on the Firefly Funhouse this week uh, with the bit with the McMahon puppet and him Make just him feeding him dollars. <laughs> like, you know wrestling's fucking weird when we don't bat an eye at the McMahon puppet. That was, yeah, the McMahon was a puppet. really weird meta moment that was like, oh, wow, this is this is really self-aware. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is just, I didn't even see the segment, but just fucking give it to him. Like, he painted his dudes with Bray Wyatt, and they never really, did he ever win the belt yeah. as Bray Wyatt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember, we, wa- we watched him lose the title in the Bugs match. Oh, the Bugs. I remember him being in it. I don't remember what it was for, because. <laughs> Jeez. Fucking I think that, was, match. that sums up Bray Wyatt's career. I remember him being in that match. <laughs> yeah, oh, but I thought, man. man they, Way late on Bray Wyatt. Like, he was super hot in the beginning, and I feel like he just kept losing in important matches, and now I guess this is a reincarnation of that, and they're just like, yeah, let's not fuck it up. Let's put him in a championship match immediately. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it's just, it's way too quick. Yep. Because, because they're doing a great thing right now. They're keeping him off. They're having him come back every, every now and then, every week or two. Like, that, like, that's great. You can essentially take that and you could essentially ride that until, until you could ride that to the Rumble. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, essentially. You have, but You have him take out a few other like, upper mid-card targets, and then like he enters the Rumble, he wins it, go from that. That's what I was kind of thinking. But then also now you're going to have him run up against Seth and Braun, who are your two top baby faces, and then like, something's got to like give there. 
But the one thing I have, a, I don't have a problem with is if he were to win, you can still like, as Brock Lesnar has proved over the past three or four years, you don't have to have your world champion on TV all the time, wrestling and doing things. So like, if he wins it and he's just like in the funhouse occasionally with the title and the fiend kind of makes his appearances and does whatever, I think you can still kind of keep it fresh. My fear more so is like the fiend working like a fucking 20 minute match, you know, 50, 50 against Seth Rollins, you know, like that's, that doesn't do much for me. Uh, it is extremely insanely stupidly too early for him to (laughs) be snipping a world title. We don't, (laughs) <laughs> what, hey, why why would, should he want to win the world title in the first place? But it's like, there. Are, if you're worried about him running dry already, he's going to run dry eventually. Give him the title just <laughs> waste of time. Like, let him line. go through, uh, let him have a few that goes longer than, like, a month. And then maybe he can have a world title. It will be fine. I'm very interested to see... So a lot of people already have the prelim theory. So this next upcoming week is an MSG, the big main event segments, the Rollins Braun contract signing with Stone Cold moderating it because they couldn't sell at Madison Square Garden, so they'd advertise Steve Austin being there, and uh, you know also to promote the USA show and everything else. So people are already saying like, hmm, what's the last few times that a legend's been there? Like, is Austin actually gonna like do the rub and like let the Fiend like take him out like he has with Angle and Foley and Lawler and whoever else also because it's directly related to Rollins and Braun if they do that then they're fucking all in like no one's gotten over on Steve Austin in how long <laughs> like fucking ever <laughs> the rock 2003 yeah basically except Becky Lynch on Steve Austin's own show this week when <laughs> Becky Lynch gave a damn good stone cold stunner I might I add yes and Austin took a damn good bump he no-sold no that motherfucker. He was talking to the camera like two shots later. Well, that was an edit. It wasn't like a one-take. It wasn't Children of Men where he immediately rolls over and just like <laughs> fucking like, don't trust anybody. No, like he laid there. <clears throat> well, you work in the business, oh, Toby. Man. You know there was a cut there. Yeah, it's no bullshit, man. He <laughs> <laughs> should have been taking off on a stretcher. Oh. I, just, I just love you having this like needless grudge against Steve Austin now. I don't know why it's so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, I will say since, since we're talking other things that have happened, uh, we've had two main things happen on, uh, namely three things on NXT. First, you had we had the Keith Lee uh, Dijakovic yep. match. We had yep. that. Two, uh, since it's already been shown, we've got new NXT tag team champions again. Uh, two of the two of the three uh, pieces of the undisputed era sleeper there. Uh, yep. Too late for Rich and Tope's pickums, but nevertheless. <laughs> and then three, Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley. Yes, Hell please. Yeah. Yep, I'll take Rhea, Rhea Ripley anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good NXT shit happening. Well, you know what I meant, but <laughs> so did I. Um, <laughs> speaking of also Steve Austin, uh, today's new uh, 2K trailer I dug a lot. If you didn't get a chance to see it uh, with him and Hogan and Sting. And Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels was very, very well done. So take a chance to watch that like 30, 45 second commercial and enjoy. What, what year did you say that trailer was made? Mm-hmm. Well, it's for the game 2K20. Did I say something else? No, no. I just got that roster. 
none of them oh. are current. No, no. So, so I'll, I'll quickly because I know you ain't gonna fucking watch it. The the cover people are Roman and Becky, and there's a big uh, there's a the showcase mode this year is all around the four horsewomen. So it's Hogan and uh, Austin at a bar, and they're watching like Charlotte and Bailey talking. They're watching Becky talk to somebody, and Austin to Hogan's like, you know, it's pretty cool that the man is now a woman. And Hogan's like, yeah, brother, but you know, back in my day, there was no doubt who the man was. And then you hear, was there? And like Sting walks in. And then you hear, yeah, I don't know. And then like Brett walks in next to Austin. And then like HBK is like, yeah, I think it was crystal clear. And like walks in. So it's like the five of them in one shot, like all debating it. That's cool. Yeah, it was a cool, it was a neat little commercial. Uh, And then the clips were nothing but like the actual roster members doing their damn thing. So it's been, it's been. Um, what other news? What else do we have that we haven't discussed that we want to mention, talk about? I think we hit R- the most part of it. ROH has got some problems. Man, okay, <laughs> hit him with it. No one gives no shit about no ROH. <laughs> who, wait, who's, who's their champion? Kenny Dykstra or some shit? Get the fuck out of it. <laughs> oh, I actually know what Wynn's referring to. So, so peep this shit. All right, look. We saw this special <laughs> motherfucker like, win this title in New York, right? This Matt David motherfucker. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so his contract is up like this month. <laughs> and he's still the champion. The guy who we all thought should have won that match, Marty Skrull... His contract's up as well, but until November. So they'd rather put on the guy whose contract is up earlier and nobody gives a fuck about instead of the guy that everybody loves whose contract was up two months later. Oh, man. So Bully Ray's going to win it, huh? (laughs) Now, now that said, I'm sure they've they've, uh, offered a new contract to Taven, right? What could that contract be for him to not sign it? Like, they just pay him in fucking triscuits? Well, because that's the thing I'm saying. Like, where, who else? I mean, Impact Wrestling, I guess, would probably pick him up. But, like, who else would really actually be interested in Matt Taven? Delirious Matt Taven. has literally... Yeah, Delirious has been the only one interested in Matt Taven for, like, seven years. <laughs> like, yeah. Surely they have a backup plan, then, if they can't re-sign him. <sighs> This is the company that brought in Enzo and Cass and then just didn't oh. bring in Enzo and Cass. <laughs> yeah, so hold on. Okay, so I remember that day too. They obviously haven't wrestled because they didn't like the reaction they got. But then, like, I still follow, okay, whatever. I still follow Enzo on Instagram. Oh, boy. Say it. <laughs> nope, you have to say it now. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 so I still follow him. And I see that he's, like, a few weeks ago he posted, like, big things coming. Like, he's still debuting, like, what the fuck? Is he the, debut or is he not? Do you do you believe? No, go ahead, Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rich, yeah, we're just getting right where I was going. So he is working some indies now. Uh, he actually worked a match with Brian Pillman Jr. a couple weeks ago. Where apparently, man, the indies are fucking small because Enzo looks like a giant next to Brian Pillman Jr. But that's not here nor there. Uh, so that tweet caused our our big buddy Dave. To initially report that they were talking about bringing Enzo and Cass back to WWE because of the NXT thing. Like, oh, we need more stars. You know, Cass has lost the weight. 
and Enzo, you know, was never charged. So let's just bring him in. And then they immediately were like, oh, no, that's not what he meant at all. Like, we're never talking to these people ever again. Triple H specifically went out of his way to call somebody to immediately refute their report under the guise of like, I don't want anything of this ever again. <laughs> like, like, tell them to shut up. So what Enzo means is that he's going to release some next like fucking dipshit uh, uh, pinata piss single. And you know, I was trying to riff we'll on Dookie it. balloons. I just want to say we'll Dookie balloons again. You said you'll buy it? Is that what you said? No, not me. Not me. But people will. He's got a fuck ton of support. Even when he was doing that stupid rap shit, which is fucking terrible, which, by the way, Topa used to make RJ do one song on one of Enzo's RJ Hates Rap episodes. No, no, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and, and Tope did a Kevin fucking Federline song. Hey, he's fucking good. Fuck y'all. Pop us out. <laughs> he might have so, one more singles win on Raw than Kento Amore does. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, so I'm pretty sure that I, I know that at some point Roosh is supposed to wrestle Taven for the title. I think this month. So that'll probably be where that is. Which reminds me, we have to repick for the Champions game again. Uh, because AEW now is a champion. Uh, yeah. Do we really? This is hey. This is your idea. I know. And anytime you want to call it, I think we're all fine calling it. <laughs> I think I'm going to call it. We're calling or it. Or tweak it. We can do it again. Just, we got we got to tweak something. I well, like the game. Let's, let's let's give it. Let's let it breathe. Let's 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 give it some time. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do uh, some like advanced metrics. You you know it's it's got potential when all of us are tied at zero and I still want to make this shit work. Just because you think it's a game you can win. <laughs> exactly, it's hard to score. You're like I'm still in first and I'm still in last. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, only I'm like I'm looking at my list here of things to talk about. The only other things uh, to mention, just two sour, two not sour, two sad notes. Um, both women's wrestlers who have had to depart, um, one of them being Casey Cananzaro. Which isn't confirmed yet, but okay. is heavily rumored. And then Aww. and then the other one and then the other one's Kylie Ray. Which Wait, what now? So so it was reported that Casey Cananzaro was was had left WWE and was probably gonna retire due to nagging back injuries. Um, the guy who reported it is a very, very good source with all the women. Like he has friends in NXT and always mm. has like a lot of reports and stuff that have been verified. Uh, but she's been tweeting stuff that doesn't necessarily make it seem that it's 100% the case, but it's still kind of widely reported um, that she might be on the way out, which I mentioned, I forget to who it was. I was like, it still kind of makes sense because the last like heavy gymnast they had was that Stacey Irvin guy. And he also quit just because like his body mm. couldn't just fucking take it. Um, also, Montez Ford almost killed him <laughs> with a back body drop. <laughs> um, and then the other one is written so it's Kylie Ray, which I'm not getting into. I just there's more to that story than meets the eye to me. I don't know something about it. I just don't. Something seems off. You uh, do you, okay. Let, let me let me actually clarify that. Do you not yeah. believe it, or, I, I, or, or, I, I, or you're not you're not touching the reasons why she's leaving? Well, I, I think that she's I think she's legitimately not in AEW anymore. 
and I know that she has had some injury issues, but there have been other things that just don't, it seems like there's something else there. Every time it's That's, brought up or like Tony Khan talks about it or somebody else talks about it, it seems way too like they're treating with eggshells and it's under the guise of for her, but I just don't buy it. That's all. Okay. I don't that's, know. That's, that's something weird about it. Yeah, that's all that's all I need to know. It sucks because she like as Richard mentioned when he drafted her, you drafted her, Rich, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ton of potential. Great. Obviously was gonna be a big figure for them in that division. And I think that's why a lot of the women division stuff has been a little shaky since they launched because they've had to rework a lot of things without her. Um, it's all, it's all going to, all anything else before we hit the plugs and then record next week's episode quickly. If not, well then I will do the plugs real quick and then I'll take it over to our pod slam boy for the important plugs. Thank you guys for listening to the pod swoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. We encourage you as always go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. If you like the arcade audio podcast, go to patreon.com slash arcade audio, all kinds of great bonus content. There's actually finally this Saturday, Augie and Tope's uh, swapped picks. I recorded each of them giving their picks for SummerSlam and NXT, that's finally hitting. Apologize for the delay in that. So just one of the many examples of things you can get by supporting us on Patreon. Of course, support us by rate, reviewing, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All social media for Podswoggle. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. Um, all great channels, all great ways to support and keep in touch with us. Um, also, as I mentioned, Patreon, the Discord. Discord's still jumping off. A lot of good conversation there. Another added bonus uh, by being a Patreon uh, patron podswoggle at gmail.com let us know what you think of the show had a great email from our friend john from glasgow recently thanks so much for the constant support john we really appreciate it and the mailbag arcadeaudio.net slash podswoggle mailbag if you have thoughts on the show it's september we are two weeks away rich from pod slam take it away y'all look (laughs) this this shit ain't funny okay like i know we're two weeks away but you could donate now you can go to arcadeaudio.net slash pod slam and just drop a, a couple bucks in there and it's gonna be great it's gonna be fine uh we're gonna have a ton of fun on the 21st as well uh we're gonna be live streaming there will be more info on that just keep it locked to arcadeaudio.net slash podslam, as well as Podslam Live on Twitter, Podslam Live on Facebook, and Podslam on Instagram. We're still rolling out those show announcements, although you can still go and see the full lineup at uh, arcadeaudio.net slash podslam. Did I almost forget the website? No. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Okay? So here's what's going to happen. You're going to... As soon as this podcast is over, you're going to take your phone and you're going to call the the most maternal figure in your life right now. You're going to be like, hey, there's this thing that's going on September 21st. uh, And it's for an incredible cause. It's for Connor's Cure, fighting pediatric cancers. You should, instead of giving me money as you do, you should give it to this thing that is good. I don't know where I'm going with any of this, okay? 
<laughs> Are you using this as an analogy because this is what you did to your mother on their birthday yesterday? My mother? Your mother? Yeah, I know. My mother? Your mom's uh, yeah, mom, that's great. Donate the pot slam. No, but here's the real fucking thing, you guys. I set it at five thousand dollars this year, and I fucked up. I don't like. There's no way. We, like, is there any way? Yeah, don't, of course there is. Don't no mullet. I don't have faith anymore. I don't have faith in in our listeners. I don't have faith in our followers. I don't have faith in the listeners to all these other shows. I don't think they can do it. I think they can. Here's two. Here's two ways I know they can. Number one, we're gonna have the best silent auction we've ever had. Rich, Rich can attest, he picked up two big-ass boxes from his office today. There's two more big-ass boxes on the way on top yes. of what Witness picked up, on top of what I'm sending. My wife even cleaned some stuff out today. Who knows what she's going to donate to the silent auction. Um, also, don't say it like that. Jesus. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the main event of Podslam, it's, it's been the main event for many years. Uh, it's not sure it's not our fucking dumbasses closing the show out. But this year, closing out Podslam will be the all-star podcast rumble. It's the last show of the night. It's always the biggest and the best show. And there's going to be some hella awesome surprises. Some big spots happen in there. There's one, uh, there's one mystery entrant that is going to blow the roof off the place as soon as we tell him he's a mystery entrant as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> There's a teaser for you. Who's it going to be? You don't know. Yeah. That's why it's a mystery entrant. So, those so yeah. So if I have faith. Uh, yeah. So if you're... God damn it, Augie, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in Chicago, come on out to the IO Theater from noon to midnight. $10 gets you a ticket. Unlimited re-entry all day. Uh, you can donate with cash. You could donate with Venmo. You can donate directly to our, our event page. And if you aren't going to be here, you could listen. It'll be sh- live streaming on the audio it's supposed to set up, as well as if you're at home or you are you got a good data plan like I don't have. Uh, you can watch it. It should be streaming video as well. So there's no excuse to miss any of this. Um, it's going to be some good shit. It's going to be some really good shit. I realize, Rich, we didn't do it last year. You know what you have to do this year? Unboxing video. I'm very excited. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be a good yes. it's gonna be a big good unboxing. Uh it's yeah. Jim Quinnett says anytime you something comes out of a box, it's over. All this stuff you can get at Pod Slam is gonna be fucking over because it's all coming out of a box. Just saying. Final thoughts, Swidden. Yeah, just to harp on the auction. This is gonna be the best auction we've had. I've Mullet, I've only sent you pictures of a couple of things. I haven't sent them to anybody else. Rich, you don't even know. But let's give a little tease right now. Rich, I'm currently holding in my hand a three-disc set of the best of WCW Clash of the Champions. Hell yeah. This is a beautiful, beautiful box. Pristine. And this is going to be available for the silent auction, for anybody to pick up for the right price. This is the must-have for any wrestling fan. And also, we have to raise $5,000 so that, you know, we could stick it to Rich's mom. We got to do it, guys. Mm. Also, remember, yeah, we're sticking this right up Rich's mom's ass this year. Yep. That's good. Come on, guys. (laughs) What? What? Rich said that himself like two weeks ago. That's his mother. He can say that. Stick it up to all your mothers. 
Individually. Fine. Okay. So can we just add that as the codename Pod Slam 2019? Sticking it up all of our mother's asses. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm putting it on the money meter. Are you kidding me? Good. Do it. <laughs> okay. We got space. Uh, sure. Rich, final thoughts. If and when we hit that $5,000 mark, oh, no. I'm going to have myself a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm glad. I thought that was going to be a really dumb recorded thing you were going to do. <laughs> I was excited. But we'll save that for next week or two weeks from now. Uh, Augie, final thoughts. Um, I got really excited when t- when Widow was like, oh, a three box set. And I didn't know what he was going to say. I was really hoping he'd say a box set of Mama's Family. So I'm currently shopping for box sets of Mama's Family. See what they got. Do it. <laughs> Fucking do it. I'll give you another a teaser. Back in May. I bought 30 8x10s of random wrestlers for $10. <laughs> yes. They've been, under, they've been under my bed this entire time. There's some really good ones in there. There's a couple. I don't even know who the fuck they are. I've been watching wrestling 32 years, and I'm 32 <laughs> years old. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. So, just wait for that. Tope, final thoughts. Uh, apologies to... I don't see apologies to Sasha Banks. Uh, she only has, like, oh. two friends now. So that sucks for her. <laughs> oh, God. I thought, we were, I thought we were back on this. And I was going to say, after the past couple weekends, Tope, you should really apologize to Charlie Caruso. I, hey. Apolog- nope. I'll get into that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, going, know. and going back to what we, what we mentioned earlier, if you can't sign Matt Cabin, fold your company. Fold your country. Fold your life. If yeah, if you're getting raked over the uh, raked over the table by Matt Taven's people, yeah, you don't. Yeah, no. God, Matt Taven's people. That sounds like the worst charity ever. <laughs> well, I think Matt Taven was one of the fucking jobbers to the to the Viking experience this week, or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> he, probably, he probably was. He probably was. For Rich, for Widden, for Augie, for Tope, and for Tope's underwear that we can get to talk about on this episode of Podswoggle. This is Mullet well, signing out for uh, Podswoggle. We'll catch you next time. No, swogging off. What? <laughs> we'll catch you. Or... <laughs> we'll catch you. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bye. Fuck you, Cindy. I was so concerned with because we lost the talk about Tope's underwear on the previous one. And we didn't get to talk about Tope throwing his underwear away. Uh, Probably could have lost that later. one. The movie's over. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what would the movie Tope out of Banjo's day off be? <laughs> Rated X, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I mean, he'll still be the Sausage King, if you know what I mean. <laughs> And I would steal no, a car.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.